Welcome to the Chaotic Theory Podcast, a program about shaking up the comfort zone of small business team performance. For business owners, managers, and anyone who feels the smallest change in awareness can unlock transformational results to their organization. Here's your host, Scott Hopkins. Hello, my name is Scott Hopkins. Welcome to the Chaotic Theory Podcast. This is the first episode in the Team Dynamics Key Performer Series. Over the next few months, I'm going to be discussing how team dynamics, or more accurately, how trust, engagement, alignment, and modeling impact how organizations build and develop highly effective teams. So a little bit about me and my background. I'm a decorated aviation combat veteran. I've led men in combat, and I understand the value and power of building high-performing teams of any size. While my focus is bringing value and success to small businesses and entrepreneurs, I believe any organization can benefit from these insights, and I hope that you will take some value away from this podcast when it's over. Based on my experience, when an organization, whether it's a company, a military, or a sports team, is able to create an environment of trust, engagement, alignment, and modeling, they are capable of accomplishing great things. The focus of today's episode is team dynamics start with trust, mainly because trust is an essential piece in any organization to be successful. And in the immortal words of Harry Truman, the buck must stop here. Every organization's environment of trust begins with leadership. Leadership's job is to create the picture from which everyone internally and externally comes to know the organization. For good or bad, people's impressions are based on the picture they are presented with. And if the picture and actions of an organization don't convey a sense of trust, then that trust and influence of the organization are lost. So in discussing how to trust is established in an organization, I'll set the table by saying that the three top surveyed leadership characteristics are lead by example, having strong ethics and morals, and having strong knowledge of the business. These are essential to successful organization. In understanding how these three leadership qualities influence the success of an organization, I need to discuss the barriers to reaching that standard and how it influences trust, because it doesn't matter what survey or report you look at, trust in organizational leadership across industries tends to be much lower than many would imagine. So what are the biggest barriers to building and maintaining trust in any organization? First, lack of credibility with leaders. Second, a difference in what organizations say and how they act. And third, a focus on results or the bottom line rather than the company's success as a whole. I first want to start talking about credibility, which goes hand in hand with the characteristic of leadership knowledge of the business. If a person is placed in a position of leadership or authority, to get the most out of their people, a manager, a boss, or a leader needs to convey a sense of competence at the level they've been placed in order to build trust with their team. Many organizations promote internally, raising up individuals who have been in a position for a while and understand the organization or the processes. But does that mean that this new manager is a credible leader? What qualities make them right for the position? And what qualities can make the team question the leader's credibility. 
As a new member of an organization, it's natural to assume that those individuals in positions of leadership in the organizational hierarchy have proven their skill and ability to lead. While in some instances, this may be an accurate assumption, many companies focus on promoting managers, not developing leaders. To illustrate this point, take for example a few scenes from the movie Office Space, where the two managers approach the employee regarding a failure to put a cover sheet on his TPS report. This, of course, is followed by a phone call on the same subject by another manager. Top that off with the fact that it's a very apparent none of the managers are actually listening to the reply. They simply want compliance to the point of making sure the employee even gets another copy of the memo. These are managers. They aren't interested in understanding the cause of the problem, nor helping the employee develop a better process for meeting the new policy requirements. They simply have an expectation that the process will be followed by everyone they manage. More interesting of an observation was that the new procedure was put in a memo. There was no suggestion that the process was explained to the team, no buy-in by the managers or by the employees. Nor is there any indication that the bosses are on the same page, since each felt a need to admonish the lack of compliance individually. Employees in this organization may find trusting in the competency of those who lead them and influence them a hard leap to take. How motivated to produce can they be, knowing that productivity may not necessarily be recognized or rewarded? I think the more humorous nature of the movie, for the most part, is being able to relate to the experience because that type of environment is so normal in today's organizations. I mentioned before that companies tend to promote managers, not develop leaders. And the movie illustrates this perfect example as the main characters promoted to a manager position after displaying an apparent frustration with the organizational processes and a complete lack of innovation to produce. That brings me to the second barrier to developing trust in an organization, how actions and words influence trust. This can be tied closely with leading by example. Think about an organization you're a part of. Do their actions and words line up? I'm sure everyone has heard the adage, employees don't leave organizations, they leave bad bosses. An organization that espouses high values, but doesn't follow them or hold themselves to the level in line with those values can lose credibility and trust very quickly. While you ponder that, I'm going to look at a case study from history. I'm a big history buff, and I love using examples of history for my teachings. Anyone who has read or watched Band of Brothers by Stephen Ambrose knows the story of Captain Herbert Sobel and the 101st Division Easy Company during the events of World War II. The image Captain Sobel presented to his men was that of a hard, compromising man who cared more for results than his people. He was also seen as a person who demanded a certain level of performance without being able to perform that same level himself. His strict focus on results and adherence to rules without regard to his people, did little to engender feelings of trust and his lack of knowledge and skill in relation to what he expected of his men broke down his credibility. Now, to be fair, Easy Company is regarded as one of the most distinguished paratrooper units during World War II, and their accomplishments are forever etched in time as the standard that the 101st Airborne Division lives up to every day. While Sobel's hard personality forged the sharp strength in his unit, he was also seen by the man he led as a man who they could not trust and had no faith in to lead them into combat. And that is a serious problem. The dichotomy between action and words also impacts manager-employee level, 
when managers demand productivity or extra time or any number of requirements from the employees but are seen not putting in the same level of commitment or work as they demand. Requiring an employee to stay late to finish a project but leaving early, assigning an employee a lead to a project but then micromanaging the process. Breaking down trust this way can be more detrimental than a lack of credibility because now it is directly undermining the employee's motivation and desire to see that manager receive recognition for the hard work of his team. In truth, the day-to-day -day operation of a company are not the same as leading men into combat, but the lesson is the same. Leading by example, establishing trust and credibility in your team, acting in a way that is congruent with your words and values are paramount to the success of any team, which highlights the last roadblock to building trust in an organization. Focus on results and the bottom line, regardless of the impact on the employees. This one is a bit less directly related to the leadership characteristics or to having strong ethics and morals, but it speaks to where an organization places its values. While it's an understandable focus for any organization to make sure that they are producing a product or service that will bring in or serve their client, most forget that there's a team involved that makes that happen. Most companies claim a strong value in their people, but fail to act on those values due to competing priorities. In many instances, an organization's success comes because they truly value their team and show it. But many are successful because they push the edge of their capability to drive the bottom line and forget to recognize the biggest resource that made it possible, their people. Unfortunately, the quality and value a company's product or service might bring in is meaningless if their management doesn't value or influence their people effectively. Like my example earlier, bad bosses or managers monitor and direct employees rather than lead them. And curiously, most organizations measure their people instead of grow them. When I say measure, I think about the time spent monitoring, time in the office, productivity, missed deadlines, proficiency scores, and the completion of mandated training. Unfortunately, they don't spend time understanding employee motivations or interests and lose out on amazing potential the employee presented when they were originally hired. As a business owner, a manager, or a member of any team in that kind of an environment, if there's a lack of trust in your organization stemming from poor or toxic leadership, even the smallest of changes in rebuilding trust will have a significant impact on your team's productivity and success. Team members that feel their leader is one of them, not removed from the stress and struggle of the mission, are more likely to go the extra mile to make sure the mission is accomplished, make sure that the bottom line is met. They want to follow someone who, whose beliefs and actions line up. Leaders aren't perfect. The best leaders accept their faults and their mistakes, and the people they lead see that vulnerability as a reminder that the person leading them is fallible. The leader, the manager, the owner, who is able to convey to his team clear objectives and give them the tools and confidence they need will influence their success. In the next episode, I'll talk a little deeper into how leaders influence success in their teams through small changes that can have a profound impact on how people perceive the overall trust in their team and their organization.
Thanks for listening. And remember, if you found value in our discussion today, please share or like or leave a review for this podcast. And remember, even the smallest disruptive change in awareness can bring transformational results.